Eradication Without Vaccination, Part 16, by Knowledge the Wordsmith. A vaccine sham, a fake vaccine, viruses would not have been mentioned in medical or lab reports when they were unheard of in 1918. Those who did the research eventually caught on that the flu was caused by the conglomeration of diseases which the sinister variety of vaccines brought on. Everyone stuck with a jab as vaccine abused. A surplus stock left the left over from World War One, which was the first war in which all the vaccines were used, put vaccine defenders on the spot, let them know in 1918 that the vaccinated got the flu and the unvaccinated did not. The swine flu vaccine vaccine campaign had a flaw. The benefits did not outweigh the risk, which they had to, according to law. Another thing it didn't do, the swine flu vaccine didn't prevent swine flu. Get a clue. If you took it, you got a more severe case of flu. So much to expose that they tried to hide. Worse than a more severe case of flu. Let's not forget the 113 who died. They lied. The vaccine was not bonafide, a vaccine that only amplified disease. Why did they destroy the test animals in four laboratories, test results which would have shown hazard or efficacy? They made certain that the public would never see. Health education and welfare didn't submit any testimony before the Health and Environment Subcommittee. The lies persisted, no evidence that a swine flu epidemic even existed. What they did was very sinister. It takes 10 years of testing and research to approve any drug which you can administer. They played their cards real close to their vests. Why wasn't the swine flu vaccine submitted to these tests? So easy to expose their fabrication in February. The pharmaceutical insert accompanying the flu vaccine cautioned against injecting intravenously. A level of evil comparable to Hannibal Lecter, 1,300 pounds of pressure produced by the jet injector, a mercury derivative used as a preservative, seriously demented the dangers of highly poisonous mercury to the body are well documented. A corrupt medical establishment, forms that read registration when they should have read consent. So eager to kick off the vaccination, it was a gross violation. What, who would, or why wouldn't vaccine manufacturers produce and distribute the vaccine without indemnification? From all the liabilities incurred by the side effects of vaccination, it begs the question and needs to be investigated. Who would benefit from 215 million Americans being vaccinated? Social, social distance from vaccines, that's my suggestion. The flu promoters didn't answer a single question. No answers were given to any degree of satisfaction. 113 deaths? It's quite likely of the actual casualties. That was only a, fact, a fraction. The true figures always got distorted. Dr. Dale of the Los Angeles Epi Epidemiology Department said for every case of death or paralysis by polio vaccine, there was an estimated 15 
unreported. The immunization program that broke so many laws, many vaccine deaths were attributed to another cause. They lied, death certificates deliberately falsified. The vaccine drive is a well-financed juggernaut. That's what makes it so hard to abort. Those in the know had feared the worst. Deaths weren't announced in the papers at first. Ida Onorov gets my respect. She did what the health officials didn't do and got the deaths checked. Five people died within 48 hours of getting flu shots. We're not talking Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. Here was the proof that the flu shots were faulty. Some were young and didn't have other ailments that could explain their demise. This is how Ida exposed the lies. She contacted the National Health Federation in due course. They were a non-medical group set up to protect people from health hazards from a medical, commercial, or political source. She did the big reveal. The papers had to admit some of the deaths as it was no longer possible to conceal. Some standard line they were heard to say, they would have died anyway. Put on the spot, they said people would have died without a shot. That's what they were about. The heart stops when you die from any cause, so heart failure is an easy out. The death counts from the vaccine flu were stopped when the count rose to 52. Ida Onroff was less than thrilled to find out that Dr. Shirley Fannin, chief of acute disease control of LA, had met with the vaccine promoters to decide how to hide how many were being killed. Ida deserves praise. She found out that they didn't count the deaths of anyone who died from the shots after two days. So Dr. Fannin's plan write a letter to the coroner ordering him not to announce the deaths as vaccine casualties if they died outside the 48-hour time span. So like the Murphy and Nolte movie, another 48 hours just wouldn't do and and would not be attributed to the vaccine for swine flu. So the number was 15 times greater. They exclude those who died 49 hours plus later. So that should have excluded the soldier who died six weeks after his vaccination shot. So they obviously lied. The truth is unfurled. He was a fake and only, and the only supposed case of swine flu they found in the whole world. The pandemic that went worldwide based on a soldier's death that wasn't bona fide, so the 49-hour rule was seen to displace their one and only case. The reality had been that he died of a Victoria flu vaccine. The immunization program had no logical reasoning. The only epidemic was vaccine poisoning. Put them out of circulation, all these promoters of vaccination, What people in 2021 haven't realized is that in 1976, the campaign was stopped because people were going to kill the vaccine promoters who left so many dead and paralyzed.